What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Guys Who Cry podcast again, man. We got another special oh, guest in the house. Nat, we have such a great guest for you guys. We got Ray Marwescott in the house. What's up, my man? What's going on, brothers? How y'all feel? Yo, what's up, man? Oh, I'm feeling good, so good. I had a massage today. I had my first I ever ask you about pedicure that. today. Groupon, right? Dude, pedicures, <laughs> y'all. Wait, Ray, are you a fan? Yes, absolutely. I got them done. Pedicures. I got them done. Yep, I got them done. Yep, oh. All the time. Oh. <laughs> I love them, man. The woman was like, you have such great feet. <laughs> <laughs> she's lying, though. You know what I'm saying? No, she was like, she's like, you only have like one callus on your left big toe. And I was like, heck yeah. Keep my feet good. <laughs> just like, mapping about. And we're here. Da- we're actually in my house tonight down in the basement in my bedroom. So you know it's going to get a little, maybe a little sensual. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. Not really. Uh, it's time for me to go, guys. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> great having you, Ray. We get real, real fast, man. Well, so it's crazy. So the first time we met Ray, mm-hmm. it was through our buddy Cortland. Uh, Shout out to Cortland. And yeah, so yes. uh, season yes. finale of season one. Um, and it was bang, electric right off the Absolutely. bat. It was one of those things where we felt the vibes real, real hard. We just all started talking about like, Art and mm-hmm. did we get into politics? I don't know. We just talked about everything. Yeah, we talked about everything. Yeah, it was great, man. Yeah, it was it was really dope. I think it's not it's not often you meet people with like that you can naturally vibe with like that. Yeah, for sure. You know I was saying? like, well, I saw why you guys are friends with Cortland because yeah. like you know he all likes to talk about everything mm-hmm. and we like to talk about everything, so it was just so yeah. easy. It was great. But um, yeah, Cortland's a dope guy. Man. Yeah, man. Do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself, Ray? Like some projects you're working on. You were oh, talking absolutely. about the open mic too absolutely, recently. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I, so the open mics I have um, at Artscape. I have um, every first Friday of the month. It's like seven p.m. Uh, to 11 p.m. It's an uh, open mic that I'm hosting, and it's just full of great energy. Great, uh, everybody comes out from different. I have like family come from Jersey and New York. Man, that's and great. It's it just it was just so dope, man. I really dig it. And my mo- my mother came. You know, my mother came last time, and wow. I, I I cried. You know what I'm saying? I, and that's in Wilmington on Market Street. Yeah, on right? Market Street, go, like, right across from the Isles, man. Definitely right across from the Isles. I have that coming up. I have a couple of fashion shows, um, a couple of weddings that I'm hosting. What about the fashion shows? The fast. So the the one on Friday I'm hosting. Yeah. It's one on the 21st that I'm actually in. Yeah. And so um, I'm I listen. I'm open, man. I'm I'm grateful, man. It's is grateful. it is it to to demonstrate like local companies' fashion, or is it more just like for fun? Or no, it's more. I think so. I feel like I have a light. So I feel like what I'm a part of, it kind of helps helps brighten whatever it is I'm a part of. And mm-hmm. though I do have a lot of friends that's into it, and they ask me to be absolutely I'll man. be into. It. I help promote it, and I I really take it seriously if you guys really want me to. So that mm-hmm. that's an interesting topic because I w- I was talking to somebody recently about when you want to meet people mm-hmm. right now. You go out to like a bar. Maybe you go out to like an escape room with a group of predefined friends or whatever. I I was thinking, I don't feel like there's a lot of places you can go where you're going to specifically meet new people unless you do like a meetup or something. But I thought how cool it would be like playing fashion shows regular that are more like everyone wants to wear whatever cool clothes they wear, go to the mall, wear something nice, but Mm -hmm. like have a place like it's a social social event and people can kind of like show off what they wear. And I was trying to think of like how to formalize the event, but that sounds kind of like, kind of like what you do. I don't know if it's more a social event or, I mean, it is a social event, but it focused more on the clothes or more like, Hey, we're hanging out and we're also doing a fashion show. I think that's, I think it's it's a whole thing. I think it's more so it's just creating something that everybody want to continuously be a part of. Yeah. You know, so I think that's a great idea. Like we get a bunch of people that just want to meet up and we all come from different backgrounds and just kind of show different styles or whatever. Like that's such a great way to bond, man. I agree. I agree, man. I think it's needed. I think it's really, especially coming out of quarantine, I think it's really needed that we all have place to go. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And not the same thing, not just doing the same things every time. I agree. And you said you were doing open mics. So, like, Adam and I have both done open mics in like different (laughs) forms. He's done music, I've done comedy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, So, like, you're a performer too. I've seen you do like hip hop videos. Yeah. 
Like you've done freestyles. Yeah. Like what else have you done? Uh, poetry. Um, I, well, word, I guess yeah. comedy. I think comedy kind of naturally flows from me. I don't mean meaning it. It just flows yeah, out. it does. It's all. Um, I'm also a motivational speaker. I think that's naturally what my my true calling is. Part of my true yes. calling is um is once again using my light to help others recognize the light they have within themselves. Well, and that's how we I think we noticed you on Instagram or where I mean we were friends with you, but yeah. we we're like, oh man, like this guy likes to talk about all the kind of same stuff <laughs> yeah. we do. So yeah. like you know motivation and philosophy yeah, and emotions absolutely. and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. that was yeah, because like we talk about on the show like yeah. stuff that like we want to like break down the stigma of being this like alpha male right that was kind of like the biggest thing that we kind of started talking about that kind of kicked us off Mm -hmm. and then like it just kind of got into more topics that i feel like a lot of men aren't really comfortable talking about in a big group and like Mm -hmm. when we started talking to you and then i saw what you were like posting about Mm -hmm. i was like oh oh adam like this (laughs) is a guy who could probably do like a two-part episode or something man like this could be like a long episode and like we're like all right we have to get them on absolutely oh I, I mean i'm curious like just about that topic right there like do you think that there is a a, a a such thing as an alpha male or beta male what is it in your mind or do you think it's all stupid or what? um it is it's okay a, if you don't i mean no, I, whatever no, you think, I think it, it is definitely a thing but what the only thing that i see wrong with it is um and i think society kind of makes things certain ways yeah so it, like so if i'm an alpha male it kind of tells us that we can't show emotion and mm. emotion is a natural thing for everyone Mm-hmm. You did what I'm saying. Look, last year, um, I went to, I started therapy. Okay. And I didn't, cool. not, I didn't really go through anything. I just wanted to make sure that I was healing properly. Right. And I always was intrigued by the process anyway. Yeah. So, um, me and my therapist became really good friends and I had an emotional breakthrough. So I was crying. Like I, it was things in my life that I never necessarily processed. Like nothing wow. like, like my, like my mom, mom passing like an old yeah. five, but I'm, I'm normally, I was so used to getting to the solution. I said, dang, okay, this happened. So let me just get straight to the solution. I wasn't processing anything. <sighs> You know what I'm saying? So now, huh. like, it's good to the point now. I call my mother and my father. I say this all the time. My mother and father once or twice to be like, hey, mom, I really love you and I appreciate you because I know you was going through a lot in your marriage. Same thing with my father. I said, dad, you was about my age when you had me. And I have a lot of brothers and sisters. So I was like, you was about my age when you had right. me. I couldn't imagine having 11 more kids. I mm. had one. I couldn't imagine having wow. 12 of them. You know, something like that. So everything that you was going through, I just want to say thank you because I understand it. And, and now it gets to the point where I can't even say it without crying. I start my voice start cracking. It, I can't help it. Well, it must mean a lot to them too, yes, right? Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And and because you think like um, because everybody so becomes so consumed with what's going on in the world, sometimes you don't take the time to thank people for the yeah. small things. Like yeah. how how many people actually think their parents were actually being parents? Hundred percent. Right. We you take them for granted. Absolutely, because yeah. it seemed like everybody's supposed to have anything, and that you like that's your parents' job. They brought me yeah. into this world. They should, but. I just know I was looking at it from a parent's perspective I think it would be really important for my parents to know that they did a great job same thing I think with relationships friendships like appreciating Absolutely. people for what, what they Absolutely. what they offer and I think that's the thing about the alpha male it's like I think a true alpha male especially from what I understand from it being studied in like biology and the yes. wildlife it's it's not so much to me I feel like in, in American society it's sort of synonymous with like almost almost a jerk yes. almost a guy who's like mm-hmm. oh I'm just gonna do whatever I want I don't care about anybody mm-hmm. else and I'm just gonna like be a bull in a china shop and just mm-hmm. I'm going to get girls and do this yeah. or whatever. It's like that's not what an alpha male is. Yeah, like an not. alpha male is a leader. It's a someone leader. that people look up to and respect. And I think by dealing with your emotions in that particular way, you have a breakthrough. Mm-hmm. And then what does that allow you to do? It allows you to build. Yeah, you're building your relationships. You're healing relationships, yeah. and you're you're building a community. I mean, absolutely. that's what a real alpha male traditionally has absolutely. been, absolutely. like a tribal leader. You know, absolutely. yeah, the leader of the pack. Absolutely, leader yeah, of the like pack. The it it yeah. makes. It, I think that it's important because it makes uh, the people who's a part of your tribe. It makes yeah. them comfortable doing. So it sucks, especially if they look Ooh. at you as the alpha male. And then I come to one of my brothers or my friends or whoever I want. Like, yo, you, I want you to know that I really appreciate your presence in my life. Uh-huh. Like, I wouldn't be here today without you. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's so, the motivational speaker in you. I, yeah. Yeah. You're yeah, building up other people. That. I've been, that's what I've been trying to do the last couple months. I've been trying to reach out to friends mm-hmm. and just let them know, like, yes. little things that they've been doing that I've been noticing. That I, Like, 
perfect example with Cortland, right? Cortland's mm-hmm. been putting in a lot of work at the gym. Yeah. A lot of work. Like, he's been... And, like, he doesn't do it. He doesn't, like, post about it. He doesn't do anything about it. But one day, I just sent him a message. I was like, hey, man, I just want to let you know, like, what you're doing is real inspiring. Like, mm-hmm. I really appreciate what you're doing. Like, it, it's honestly, like, it's crazy to see how much hard... Like, all your hard work is finally paying off. And mm-hmm. he was like, thank you, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's just... Yeah, one of those yeah, things, like, it's nice to hear from people, mm-hmm. you know, like, like with your parents, like, my parents, like, your parents, like, we have, yeah. I know, like, Adam and I are pretty blessed to have two parents Absolutely. that, like, yeah, are, are still together, parents, yeah. have, like, right. the symbol of a great marriage, mm-hmm. like, it's, it's crazy, yeah. so, like, yeah, we do need to do probably a better job of letting him yeah, know absolutely. how I feel. And I know I do at least. And I like my dad will call me all the time, like, he'll call me every day, just like, you can tell he just wants to, like, connect or whatever, yeah. so, like, Sometimes it's, you know, I'm not as patient with him as I am my mom, mm-hmm. um, but, you know, I try to, like, let him do that. Like, he just wants to connect and say, hey, Dad, I appreciate what you're doing or whatever, because I remember I was probably a little brat to him as a kid, you know, mm-hmm. so like, as you get older, you want to, <laughs> yeah. like, you look back and mm-hmm. you, like, really want to appreciate it. But yeah, absolutely. Tell us a little bit about your, like, your family. Wait, you said, describe the 11, 11 12. All right, so I have seven brothers and four sisters. Okay, Ooh. you have seven brothers, four sisters. Yeah, all raised in the same house. And look, the best part is all of our initials are R.E.W., all oh of wow! All of and then I have over forty nieces and nephews. All their initials are REW as well. Are they mostly Wilmington? You said Jersey too, yeah, right? Yeah, Jersey, okay. Wilmington, North Carolina, but most of it was oh, R in Delaware. Oh, most nice. of it was R in Delaware. Yeah, wow. so, very cool. And my pop was a pastor, you know. So okay, so that was a little. It was a little strict growing up, you know. Oh, um, uh, what what denomination? He was a uh, um, Pentecostal, so okay. it was like a version of Christian. Yeah, cool. um, and I left the crib when I was thirteen because I had a um, I, I had a um, a higher like. Like a higher um, like consciousness, calling? not like a higher consciousness. Oh. So sometimes he would speak to me as a child, which I was, but I could comprehend on a higher level. And I'm granted that he had, I wanted a younger, I have a younger brother and a younger sister. Everybody else is older than me. So he's like, I didn't raise all these kids that work for them. It'll work for you as well. I'm like, father, I'm different. Like, it's something different in me. And I need you to understand this. Oh. And my father didn't necessarily understand it until I left. And once my father left, he began to look at me like a young man. And him and I became, the, we began to build, uh, build a bond that we still have today I was with my father today me my father and my daughter we all went up to Cowtown today cause my daughter about to start um, oh Cowtown Jersey right yeah, yeah. yeah oh, we about nice. to start uh, she about to start kindergarten we oh. all went up there and just got her a bunch of stuff my, me and my Gotta I love my father fresh drip for yeah, school yeah, yeah absolutely you know what I'm saying <laughs> socks and book it's bags it's very you know important yeah so, man for real yeah. laid out the day before yeah man. absolutely and she excited I'm excited for her I'm, yeah I can't wait but yeah my man. yeah, my father and my, and my mother my mother is I think my mother is literally an angel I think wow. I really think so Yo, can you imagine raising twelve kids? Uh huh. Do it. Well, she's got I can't that even leadership. Raising myself half. Yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's that's crazy. That's, that's a what lot. I'm saying. Well, it's she's a, a leader too, and I think that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Where like, oh, alpha male. It's like, well, I, I think it applies to women too, who Absolutely. just are doing the same thing. They're building their household or their community or Absolutely. wherever they volunteer. Like my mom has been a teacher and volunteered in all different places. Like they're they're being alpha females. Yeah, you know what I mean? Leading and building their community. And I agree. Family, I you think know? I think um I don't really think sex should really matter with certain types. I don't think so. Like I I think it's just something else to separate us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, it really don't matter. If um if this person is best fit to lead, yeah. allow them to lead. It not, right. uh, well look, mm-hmm. I'm a man, I have to pay the bills because I'm a man, this is what society told me. If she went to school and is making two hundred thousand dollars what yeah, yeah I, I'm telling you what right now, man. I would be a stay-at-home dad. You know, I would all be the best, yeah, the, be the best stay-at-home father. Be I would be, uh, well, I would be, be second a, because I'll be trophy husband. All day, bro. I'm telling you what, man. Let me let me take care of the kids. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I would be I, that dad that would be like working all day to make like fresh pizza dough, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like everything from scratch, right? And they're like, Ruben, can I can I come over too? Yeah, <laughs> I would be like the dad would be getting mad. No, it's fine. If you want to go get Wawa, that's fine. I just, I'll just put this away. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's 
that's so Absolutely, funny, man. man. That's what it's all about. Yeah, <laughs> gosh, that's great, dude. That's great. It, yeah, it's funny because like I look at the industry that I'm in, right? I'm a chef, right? And women have a hard time mm-hmm. in the food service industry being seen as leaders, mm. which is like insane. Cause like mm. I know some really, really amazing female chefs that Absolutely. like deserve all the praise and deserve all the leadership. Mm-hmm. But there's this weird stigma. Like mm-hmm. from the moment I got in there, I remember like the first executive chef that I ever had was a woman. Mm-hmm. And like, granted, like some things happened there, but like, she was great. She was awesome. And like, mm-hmm. she really did a great job. And like, it's weird. Like thinking about what you just said, like we shouldn't have to worry about yeah, you really what your, what your title is. You, you really know what I mean? It's your skills and capabilities. But yeah, what, where does that come from? Do you think does it come from the men who are just like, Oh, they just have some weird history with women. They don't respect. I don't know leadership. if it goes or is it the back women, to their specific personality. It could just be like something that's just ingrained in our heads from mm-hmm. like a, you know, it's evolution. Yeah, maybe. Like maybe. that, like, mm-hmm. you know, we were the, the hunters and yeah. the, and you know, the gatherers yeah. and like, yeah. Like that kind of stuff. I don't know if it goes back to then. It's really uh, interesting, right? I think uh, it might, like you said, it might have just been since the beginning of time. I think that, um, I think that history in multiple different, like, um, in different regions, I feel like they, they do a lot to downplay the, the, the how important a woman is to society mm-hmm. yeah. and how important she is to, to anything that she's a part of. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what it is. Um, and I think they do that because they are so powerful. Yes. You know, so like if you, there's no need to downplay somebody that's not a threat. If I'm playing basketball and this person that I'm guarding isn't really good, I'm not going to be worried about him on the court. So it's yeah. no, but if they are good, we're going to send double team to do, make sure that we do everything we can that this person doesn't do what they're supposed to do because yeah. they are so good. I think it's the same thing that's with exactly women. Right. I think so, you know, so. Yeah. That brings up the conversation of, um, of, of genders in, in sports yeah. and how much I've heard the conversation shift to like, well, it doesn't matter if it's really just based on ability and maybe uh, hormonal levels. Like, it doesn't matter if you're a woman or a female. If you can compete on the same level in certain right. cases, like, who cares? You know, right. I mean, that's that's what I think. But yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, with like professional sports, a whole other yeah. there's a whole other yeah. thing you have to deal with with like yeah, yeah, how yeah. much money they bring in yeah. and that stuff. Mm-hmm. So like, that's where it gets murky. Yeah, but agreed. like, but I mean, if they, if they combined leagues, like if you just had if you had you know really talented women who could compete at the same level as whatever men and some men who didn't compete very well and they played with other people, it's more just about levels of competition. Right, agreed. you could mix the genders together. But yeah. in really, theory, I've heard theory, I've heard yeah. people say that as a like re- Serena Williams once yeah. said it, which I didn't really agree with her. Oh. But like Serena Williams said, she's like, if I played like the hundredth best male tennis player, he could probably beat me. She oh, said yeah, that. Yeah. And it would and probably like, be an exception. It, it's more right. it goes to the, the, yeah. the discussion with transgender athletes. That's one of the resolutions that I heard is that you could just have a separate uh, You could have ability levels based on, you know, a chemical makeup or whatever. Okay. And if you're able to compete at this level, then it, you don't really need the female men, male categories absolutely. anymore. Right. At the end of the day, all I care about is that you're happy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. People do what they you're want. happy, yeah, yeah. Like, do whatever yeah. you want to do. And yeah. And you treat yeah. it fairly. You know how, you know how some people are. I think that's the most important thing that everybody treats it fairly. We can solve those problems for sure. Guys, we can, absolutely. we can solve those problems. Guys, absolutely. we can solve those problems. We the Justice League, guys. Yeah. <laughs> we the Justice League. Yeah, that's right. That's There's right. so much like positivity like I just feel it in this room right mm-hmm. now and like I, I think like the first time I met you I was like man this guy's a guy like I kind of want to be around more mm-hmm. yeah you know and like I appreciate that, brother. There's, there's like different people like that like I was talking about this wedding that I was at and I keep like thinking about this wedding I was at a couple weeks ago and like there was a guy from Harvard there who's like literally working on like the human genome project mm-hmm. like mixing Super with a guy like me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah mixing with a guy like me mm-hmm. and like you know, like, it was just, like, the weirdest mix of people, but, like, we were all on the same playing field. Absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. going back to your point, it's, like, yeah. it didn't matter that this guy was up here, he went to Oxford, went to Harvard, yeah. now he's going to Yale, mm-hmm. and I was down here with my associate's degree from a community college, mm-hmm. like, 
at that point we were the same yeah, person yeah especially when you don't know someone's background you you don't know if someone's like super wealthy right. or if oh you went to harvard there's like a thing to that like oh mm-hmm. maybe you're really important and whatever and like i didn't realize that till i became like a worship leader through my church like a few years ago i had done it most of my life and then i would meet people through church like the one guy who like owns a lot of the buffalo wild wings around here like he came to church and other people are like pretty prominent like leaders in the community and i i'm just always like i'm like just bonehead like mm-hmm. our artist guy like likes to do like rap and likes mm-hmm. to do pop music and like whatever like i'm just artistic and so i i didn't think i just don't think like people would even care or respect me or whatever but when you're on the stage and you're like leading like a service or whatever mm-hmm. you know you can you can gain the respect of anybody and, and, and it's really interesting to see like then it becomes like a level playing field which Agreed. is it's kind Agreed. of fun and it's the same thing with like moving out yep. of your house at a young age like it just raises your level of respect in other Absolutely. people's eyes. Yeah. I agree. I what agree. was the first step after you moved out? Yeah. What was the first thing? You did? I, I need to hear more about this. Yeah, absolutely. The, the first, all right, so it was it was a long night. I think it was probably like the longest <laughs> night of my life. Oh, I was, wow. I was 13, but um, Dang. the first thing we did, we got a ride into Wilmington because I had family in Wilmington, so we moved into Wilmington. So, and I, I really, I'm grateful for this. It's something I'm grateful for every day. So um, the foundation that my father and my mother built it was it was built in me, um, and, and it stayed in me in the right time. If I lived in Wilmington first, and then tried to live with my dad, it might have been like a different situation. Uh-huh. So I go into Wilmington. Um, Wilmington's a di- at the time, it's just it, soon you walk outside, there's trouble right outside mm-hmm. your door. Drugs, violence, sure. uh-huh. everything is literally right outside mm-hmm. your door, right. And then at my home, at my at my father's house, we had curfew. Um, you know, we had to be in the house at a certain time. If we was going too long, we had to call and check in and things like that. But it taught, the values that he taught me then, I still have in me today. Wow. So even when I'm in Wilmington with, with less rules and more danger, um, I still, I'm still i still able to stay focused on what I need to be focused on. And I, I really count that to my father and my mother and my mom and my brothers and everything like that. But my, my father, if if my father had an ego problem, he could have been like, all right, you're going to leave my house and I ain't going to take care of you. My, my father didn't say that. Oh, he was really? like, if, he's like, if you, he said, if you call me every day, I'll keep your phone on. I said, all you want me to do is call you? He's like, yeah, if you call me, <laughs> don't even worry about it, Pops. I'm going to call you every day. Wow, that's pretty you know fair trade, yeah, man. You know, yeah, and he still was coming it. to my games. He was still coming whenever wow. I needed to talk to him about life. He was still, and my, my father was a truck, well, he still is a truck driver. He was driving to Chicago at the time and back. He still created created time, and it meant so much to me. And I, we really built, like, a friendship. Like, we wow. really, and I think that it was very imperative for his, uh, his and our relationship, I think. So you moved, who did you move in with? I moved in with my with my Aunt Missy. Okay. My Aunt Missy, who was, uh, she was more so like a, a friend in the family, but she's like another mother figure in my life. How many other kids were there, too? Uh, like, were she there? had a daughter, but she was older than me. She was in college at the time, um, so she wasn't really there. So it was really just me. It was me and Aunt Missy oh, and, wow. uh, yeah, and like other people. So How did it, how, moving into the into the city, how did that change anything in terms of perspective or things you got into um, or people you affiliated yeah, with? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was, well, I was always going back and forth, like I said, since I was oh, little, because right. so I was familiar with it. But uh, it's a different environment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you have to adapt to the environment. So like, um, so just like what we were talking about, like masculinity, it's it's a lot of over-masculinity in the city mm-hmm. because it's a lot of lack thereof. And then sometimes when you have void, you fill them with things. And then when you're around other men that have masculine, or you watching other men that's older than you, they're overly masculine. That's what you naturally learn to do. Why? Is it, is it like an overcompensation thing? Where uh, there's Yes, or, um, or, or just like a field of protection. You know mm. what I'm saying? So um, I don't want to be shown as vulnerable, or I don't yes. want to be shown as weak, because that's yes. how society paints uh, emotions for men. Yep. It's weak for you to be crying and things like that. So nah, I'm not going to cry and things like that. Is there importance of like showing a higher status as yes, much as you can? I, and, I've heard and, that a lot. I yeah. agree. I, I definitely think so, especially in that environment. Right. So it was just really adapting, but and I really thank God for everything that I've learned because um, I was still able to be myself in that environment. Wow. I didn't allow myself to be tainted by the things that was around me. 
You know yeah, what I'm saying? So it sounds like it would be really hard to do. I don't yeah, know what kind it, of it was. Were, I mean, yeah. it was definitely fun. You yeah. know, it was definitely all I wanted to do at the time was play play basketball and chase girls. What school did you go to at that age? Like thirteen? Uh, thirteen. I was in Shoe at the time. Oh, you were in Shoe because yeah. I I got busted into Warner. Yep. Um, so you were at Shoe. You were yeah. right. You were right down the street. Yeah, here. I was at Shoe, and then I went to Newark for high school. Oh wow! How about that, man? Yeah. Because yeah. Warner was like my exposure. I mean, through my church, we did a lot of stuff in the inner city. Obviously, I never lived there. It's totally yeah. different. But like. Being there, just getting more affiliated with like the communities there and through the volunteer organizations, where it was it was cool. Like I was, my parents are public school educators, so like Mm -hmm. he would drive me into the into the city, like probably Fourth Street, like you know, not Mm -hmm. not great areas, and like but like he would go and like visit families and all that kind of stuff. So it gave me a little, just a little bit of an insight. Obviously, like major white privilege here, like growing Mm -hmm. up in the suburbs. Like my parents actually live five minutes from here, but um, that's dope. But like just having a little more exposure to just you know people are different. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think. it's just it's 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 empowering to to uh, to be able to witness things outside yeah. of your culture because it was yeah. certain. Just think about it like it was certain people that lived in Wilmington their whole life that never never came to like out like past like Main Street or anything like that's the know. thing that surprises me. Yeah, yes, that, I've heard it that still a lot. Surprised me too. I'm like, yeah. what do you mean you never been? Past or like never even just going to the beach. Like it's only saying. a couple hours away, but it's you know kind but, of a big deal to get yeah, to when you you know absolutely man, um, absolutely. Yeah, it's like getting to Philly, like it's like only forty minutes yeah, away. And there's yeah. so much culture there. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Gosh, going all the way to Philly, but it's only forty <laughs> minutes away. But it's you know if you don't have a car or you yeah. just you're not really thinking to even go and try, you're just. You know, if you're raised with parents or you're raised with uh, or raised with parents who would say, you know, there's a there's a bigger world out there. Like to me, that's the kind of privilege you grow up with. I mean, you just have parents who are just willing to expose you to things. Absolutely. If you don't, so are you, you still know. in like inner city Wilmington? Or? No, I live I live on Kirkwood Highway. I live, yeah, okay. he's right down the street. I from live me. By so, how, yeah. so how long did you stay in like? Oh, your... from uh, from 13 to to uh, to t- like 21, 22 or something like okay. that until I moved into my first uh, my first apartment. Yes, yeah, so I, I was. Yeah, I was still there. I was sleeping on a couch at my aunt Missy crib for, for from thirteen to like, like sixteen, seventeen until I got my own room. So I never had my own room until I was about like seventeen, eighteen years old, and I treated it like a housewarming. Man, oh, I could I not bet. wait. My room was probably no bigger than your bed. It's probably just just around the bed. It was. I ain't had no space. In but that it's room. all yours, man. Like, I that's had a the big... time of my life. The time man. of my life in my own room. You know what I'm saying? What were you so, doing for work then? Uh, at the time, I, I didn't start working until. Oh. Um, I was about 20, 22, I think. I was playing sports, um, and I was pretty damn good. So I wasn't playing sports. Uh, I was playing sports high school into college, and then um, until I responsibilities was bestowed on me as far as like uh, paying bills and things like we that. You played in college, too, you said? Yeah, I, I went to Wilmington University in Cecil County. He played. Ba- Wait, what did you play? Basketball. Yeah, you played basketball? basketball. Yeah. Were your pa- what are your were your parents like, or even your aunt about like school and stuff? Were they like only um, about school or no? Yeah, my um, my father my father was really on me because maybe he would be. Yeah, yeah, he would because he definitely seen potential. Uh, wow. Not just in sports, but just in school in general. Yeah. He was just like, um, you you definitely should go to school. He said, mm-hmm. I mean, you're 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 smart. Like you have like a natural type of. I'm like, yeah, I know. He said, yeah, just stick to like like stick to school. And then, but um, you know, I did. I ended up. I didn't finish. Um, you know, cause life happened, but, um, I'm still grateful for the path that I took, you know? What do you think most influenced your open-mindedness and mm-hmm. your just, you know, ability to look at different perspectives, mm-hmm. very philosophical, in touch with your emotions? Mm-hmm. Was it like going to therapy or yeah. just multitude of friends or what do you think mm-hmm. most influenced that? Um, I don't know, man, it might've been my spirit. Like, like, and what I mean by that is I, like, since I was younger, like yeah. I wasn't a person who had to figure out who I was and what it was I wanted to do. Like when uh, I was younger, I, I knew. Like yeah. I'm telling you, like I was like like five like five or six. I was like I had to ask my father the questions for like my brothers and stuff like that. Mar, you got to ask. Like why? Like well, cause you know, like you know how to explain yourself a little bit better than we do. I'm oh like, man, that's awesome. Like, what? I'm like all right, well I'll do it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So like, for me, it was more so just stepping into it. 
Like just stepping into my Iron Man shoes. The part of it's just who you are. Yeah, too. absolutely. Yeah, and that's and that's what I'm saying. It might have just been something like in my past life or something that mm. um, just stuck with me. You know. Yeah, see, that's so. interesting because I don't think I really came into my own until I was like probably like 23 or 24. Mm-hmm. Um, you had to go through a lot of experiences. I did. I did. Like, well, like yeah. 23 to like 27. I've talked about it on this podcast before. Just like I spent a lot of time, like, you know, like you said, like you know, I was living that rock star chef life, man. Mm-hmm. Like putting things in my body that shouldn't have been put in there, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. drinking every night, mm-hmm. like getting high and like this, that, and the other chasing women, like yeah, hooking up with servers, hostesses, like that kind of thing. And like, man, like 27 hit me hard. <laughs> yeah. And like, I remember like going back to church. Mm-hmm. That was like That's the big right. thing, man. I talked about yeah. it on, uh, on Shannon's episode. Yep. Like it was crazy. Cause like the moment I walked to that church, I was like, Oh, mm-hmm. it was like, he just like mm-hmm. gave me a whack. Yeah. 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 Like, Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh man. So then that's probably like when I really started to change around like 26, like 27. What about you, Adam? Uh, Well, I mean. I feel like you've always kind of been like pretty, I, I pretty th- confident with I yourself. I think so. Yeah. I mean, more of it was like trying to figure out like what I wanted to do with my life or whatever. Yeah. It was just like making decisions that I thought were sensible, but right. but not necessarily being content. Mm-hmm. I feel a lot more content now. But everyone's got different turning points, like different. I always like to know what what influences people to like make a change in their life. For a lot of people, I think religion's a, a big thing, like Absolutely. strong faith. I'd say. Absolutely. Other people, maybe it's a it's an event, like mm. they have an overdose, a yeah. near death experience, yeah. car accident, you know, lose a family member, mm. and it's like, oh, like wake up. But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm really lucky that even like from a young age, just like you, like, and I just I had. I had like good family, good friends, yeah. good influences, all Absolutely. that kind of stuff. And I, I, naturally, I was never real tempted to do anything crazy, like. Mm like experiment with drugs i also wasn't like around it at right. all either too like even sex like i didn't do that till like mid-20s or right. you know so just yeah, a lot of that not, stuff yeah, i just wasn't with that though yeah there's nothing wrong with that wasn't i think um, maybe i don't know yeah i um that's another thing that i'm grateful for because uh i've never like i've never smoked like weed like in my life and, and the reason why is because when i was uh, when i first moved into wilmington i was around a bunch of people who was overindulging in things okay. mm-hmm. you know so now me being a, a type of child that i was i was just paying attention to my surroundings i'm just like all right well i don't think this is the best thing to do so i was always tempted to do those things and then it got to the point where um like if i'm standing like in a group of friends and everybody's smoking and somebody like hands it to me yeah like somebody else in a circle like you better stop man you know Remar don't smoke I'm like oh my fault man oh uh, see that's cool when your friends can just automatically absolutely. know he's not really into so it doesn't yeah, really matter absolutely you and know did you saying? ever get flack for that like anybody care or, nah or, I mean, no yeah. not at all that's cool. not at all it became like an ongoing joke we said man we're gonna get you to smoke one day <laughs> so, yeah, okay <laughs> like you know what i'm saying so <clears throat> so you said yeah. you have a daughter yeah, I have a daughter, yeah. You said four? No, she uh, she five. She'll be five. six in October. Oh, so man. what are some things, like, you're trying to show her, like, I want to know some of the challenges you've had, like, being a father, mm-hmm. like, from the from the beginning to now, like, what are some things that you've, that, that she's taught you? Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, um, that's interesting. That's a, that's a very good question. Uh, the first thing that she taught me, man, is, besides my emotions, like, I have to meet her in her emotions, because uh. in her, you got to think from her perspective, I'm all that she know. You know what I'm saying? So when she mm-hmm. looked, so look, and and I didn't, it didn't process till one day we, well, it processed before, but it really processed. We was watching TV one day and it was a man on TV. And she's like, she's like, daddy, this man, look, the man is cute, right? He looks like you. The man didn't look anything like me. <laughs> like, he didn't look anything like me. Anything like me. Nothing. I said, I said, Remy look like me? He said, yeah, he reminds me of you. <laughs> right? And I'm thinking, so I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, no, what he doesn't. thinking, yeah. But, but I'm, I'm the man in her life. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? In her mind, when she thinks about home or a man or a boyfriend, yeah. I'm the face that she sees. So when she sees somebody else that's attractive, she's like, oh, yeah, he reminds me of my daddy. Yeah. That's all that she know. And then you think um, she wasn't really in school. She started daycare like before COVID, but then COVID happened. So she wasn't really 
in there. So then she's home with me and I'm teaching her like everything that I know. So but besides that, she t- she teaches me to meet her in the middle with her emotions. So like if she sees a bug and it's she re- overreacts. I'm like, uh, I, I don't overreact, but I'm like, oh, it's okay, baby. We're going to get rid of the bug. You know, even though I'm just like, it's like a small bug. And then I try to teach her. I'm like, you know what? Um, why don't you just try like, like swatting the bug away? Yeah, like, it'll yeah. go away. I get scared of you. Like try to just, just meet her in the middle because her world is just as important as mine. You know, and I never want her to feel like, all right, man, my dad don't, he never really pays attention to the things that I do. Interesting. So I have to be in her world. So yeah. like, it was my world when she came and then like I became the co-star. So now it's her mm. world. So I have to meet her in the world. So anything that she thinks is a big deal is a big deal to me. You know, so. Kind of meeting her halfway. But I like that thing too about like, well, she'll read your temperament. So if yep. you freak out about something, like she could freak out about mm-hmm. something. And if you're just like, oh, it's, you know, I mean, it's a bug, it's whatever. Yep, absolutely. Then she'll learn maybe later on, like, yeah. oh, maybe I shouldn't be so, yep. you know, and afraid she, of it or whatever. That's really I'm cool. T- yo, listen, I'm telling you, she acts just like like it is that was, that was my next question uh, like, are you starting to see some of that and, and is and is and is your dad kind of being like yep see, see? Yep. you see no man seriously I, look when we were seeing houses uh, earlier this year and um it was like some nice houses we seen them in multiple different areas so we go into a basement and the basement looked really creepy like it was just it was just like not a good looking basement right and my daughter walked down she said uh, i said dad like it's been slaves down here i said oh, oh my goodness oh gosh i said oh lord i said um, come on man, let's go back upstairs man <laughs> and then look and she has such a great sense of humor we seen another house like yeah. later in the week and she was like dad this basement looked worse than the last one oh, so no. like she has like a, such a great sense of humor wow, you know and maybe cool. because she spent a lot of time with me and um and her mother as well, but I speak to her because I feel like she's just like me, meaning like, so her, she's intellectually like advanced. So I can talk to her, I can explain something to her and she'll understand it. One time I was going out with my friends, we was going bowling. I'm like, I'm about to take you to your mom's house. And she was like, um, she's like, okay, uh, but, but why I go to my mom's house? Like it wasn't a normal day for her to go. I'm like, oh, I'm about to go out with some friends. She was like, okay, well, why can't I go? I was like, well, it's just going to be adults. So, you know what I mean? It ain't going to be no kids. She's like, so, but. Okay, but but like, can you like invite more kids? I'm like, well, well nah, real, I can't. Like, that's not what I want to do tonight. Like, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. And then, but uh, then she was like, um, and she she started crying she's like that. I just don't understand why I can't go. Oh but wow. She, but but see, I teach her logic. I teach her how to express herself. So when she's wow. crying and feeling like you know up, like really up, yeah. like, calm down and tell me what's wrong. Yeah. Use your words. Like we work on your words every day. Tell me that's what's wrong. That's awesome. You're like, yeah. you know, Dad, I, I'm 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 uncomfortable with this. Or I'm like. Get the- this little girl talking to like this like she just got that, such a big vocab and I love it man yeah. what an I important lesson because there's so many adults even now like it's like oh I'm tired I'm cranky right? yep. like I can't use my words to describe how I'm feeling yep. so many people run yep. into a process I'm telling you tell I hope y'all y'all gonna get a chance to meet her eventually I'm telling you watch when you meet her I'm, she's, she's oh, really she, man, be like not even just because she's my kid but she's really a great person like already yeah I have to be honest I feel like I've been seeing that trend a lot though I feel like especially with people our age I feel like the people our age that are having kids mm-hmm. I feel like they are raising mm-hmm. little adults yeah. mm-hmm. very early yeah. on. Mm-hmm. Like the way they're acting yeah. is like even like Shannon. So like Shannon last week, like yeah. uh, she's got two daughters. She has one daughter, okay. and like she, she she'll like post videos of her daughter, and I'm like, yeah, like she's only like five. Like, yep. like how? Why is she talking like this? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I'm like yeah, what is going room. on? Right. And I feel like I do think I I think we're gonna be raising some pretty. Like in, in, in impressive like uh, yeah, adults I, here. I agree. I think there's gonna be a really, I I, I pray and hope that mm-hmm. that we're raising some 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 change makers. Yeah, that's, absolutely. That's why I was like talking to kids like that too, because it's like obviously we need to set parameters for kids who are brains are still functioning, like mm-hmm. they don't know the world and everything. But it's like you can also like talk to them. Um, as if they are older than they are. And right. I think then they start to form a respect for you. If they have a respect for you, maybe they'll listen to you a little bit better. Yeah, right, because I see my you know, nephews. Follow your guidance. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, 
those guys are going to be doing some crazy things. Yeah. Now, like, <laughs> it's crazy for mine, for, for mine because, like, so my brother has four kids. Mm-hmm. The two oldest ones are almost like mirror images of my brother and I's relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, my brother's, like, the crazy, like, intelligent, like, whipper, like, 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 fast, like, super oh, okay. smart. Okay. The, the second one is, like, a little bit more artistic. Mm-hmm. Aloof, like, kind of like, whatever. Yeah, 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 like, I'm like, just going to. I'm just gonna go have fun. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, yeah, dude, let's let's go have fun, man. Right. And like, I, it's just so funny. Like, I'm seeing like, it's been amazing to see that kind of change. I'm sort of like for you to see it firsthand. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh my god, absolutely. This little girl is gonna be everything. She I'm, she's gonna be something something look, big. And yeah. the thing the thing was so beautiful to me. Right when I was when I found out I was having a daughter, and I'm telling like other people in my family, like my aunts and my uncles, and like everybody. And I play I play a lot, but it's certain things I don't play with. So I'm at a family function. I'm like, uh. <laughs> Hey, y'all got something to say? They're like, oh yeah, what's going on? I say, y'all about to have a, I'm about to have a child. I say, man, stop playing. I say, y'all know me my whole life. When have I ever played like this? It was like, oh dang, yeah, I, I guess he is about to have a baby, right? Oh. So, um, I'm talking to my aunt and my mom and all them. They say, you know what? You know, God gave you a daughter because you know how to treat women. Wow. Right. I'm like, yeah. And then on top of that, look, before my daughter was even born, I literally had like a notebook written with lessons I want to teach her at a certain age. Like, I really understand my responsibility as a father. Yeah, like, that's a great idea. And how how important it is to like not even just just her, like her well being, but her mental as well. Like how she how her world will form, it'll probably start from me. You know what I mean? From me and her mother. You know what I'm saying? And I take it so seriously. You know what I'm saying? And and I that's probably the only thing I don't play about. You know, and I understand my responsibility, and I and I'm, I embrace it, and I'm grateful for it every day, man. Did you have any pushback from family or from friends who were like looked down on or anything like that? Nah, Everybody pretty accepting? Nah, not at all. I'm, um, Especially in this world that I don't know many people. That, yeah, you know, nah, absolutely. Yeah, they, listen, I wouldn't even be here uh, without my family. Yeah. Especially as far as they, the first year or two, like, they still help now. But the first year, man, I couldn't have done it without. I was gonna them. say, how much did they help? Like, like they would babysit or they would Everything. give advice well, or just? Well, at you know. first, I was trying. I, I was a. Uh, like when she first was born, I didn't really want to not be around her. Yeah. So like, yeah, um, like when that. she was when she was sleep or something like that. Like I would be like, she had a little uh, a rocker or a little yeah. cradle thing. I would be sleeping like right by it. You know, like it was just like I didn't. When she cried, I didn't want her to cry too long. I wanted her yeah. to know, like, hey, I'm right here. Like, don't worry about it. You know, if yeah. daddy's here. So I was really like present the first like like year. But when I, of course I have to work and things like that. My my mother, my father, my friends, like people that's really a part of my tribe. Like they really helped. Like I really couldn't have done it without him. I don't see how I've, I could have yeah. done it without him. You know what I'm saying? Can um, I can I ask this too? Like, did it affect um, when you had your daughter? Did it affect dating at all? Did anybody ask you uh, like, oh, you have a kid? I don't want to date or anything you, like that? You know, I did run into some of those things, and uh, I thought it was hilarious. I, huh. I, I thought because uh, it was like, hey man, you know, Raymar, you really a great guy, but I I can't be the second like the second lady in your uh, life. You know, what I'm saying? really? Yeah, I'm just like I'm like okay, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Well, that, you know, that's not I I understand your perspective. I get it, and then you know some women do want to have. have have kids with somebody who haven't had kids yet so i understand it um yeah. but outside of that what's what's changed is i just had to be a little bit more selective um because yes. like i was i was uh young and i was selfish i made every woman feel like they were mine and no one else sure, sure, sure. so i had to control that <laughs> i had to be tamed i couldn't have my daughter Sammy with like a bunch of different women and sure, things like sure. that right so. and the only reason i asked is because i was I've, i started talking to a girl now who has a has a son and she was like oh, i her parents have sort of made her feel like, oh, she'll never find a guy who yeah. will accept her with a kid or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I don't know. It's so a part of like our, like, our world. They like, yeah. date lots of girls who have kids and whatever. And 
It, I just I don't think about it now. I, I feel like it's just something I accept, and I was curious Absolutely. if it and like, and was a problem with you. Yeah. No, it's not a problem at all. Yeah. I felt a lot of women that actually wanted that were want to be there. You yeah, know that's pretty so, cool. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And then likewise, even before I even had rim, I would talk to women with. I love you know I love yeah. kids. You know, yeah. what I'm saying? And, and like for me, like I, I I'm the same way. And then we'll wrap up after this because yeah. mm-hmm. I feel like we could talk forever. Yeah, if we, we did. Yeah, we will start we to will. wrap it up here. But uh, I've dated a few women with children. I think like the first thing I was telling them, I'm like, listen, like I understand. Like I'm not going to be the first priority mm-hmm. for you. Yeah, absolutely. Like I, yeah. like I get that. Mm-hmm. But like, like that's like I, I think it's super important to say that. Like, and I think like that's crazy for you, right? Be like, listen, you have to understand. Like, mm-hmm. she's the first thing. The like, first thing. She's the first thing in mm-hmm. my life, man. Like, mm-hmm. like no one else is going to even touch her. Like, like yeah. no one else is, just, is ever going to come close. Yeah, to absolutely. That. Like, I agree. Someone, someone might make it there, mm-hmm. but like you're never going to be at her level. Yeah, absolutely. I guess it's what interesting though is the women that I've dated who have kids. T- the three that I can think of had like horrible ex-boyfriends and husbands, yeah. like mm-hmm. on the verge of being psychopaths. Yeah. So I think in some ways they were, I think they were appreciative of just being with somebody who was like yeah, normal nice and guy. treated them well. Mm-hmm. And everything. So to me, it was, I, I was never felt second. Yeah. Like they were always willing to like find a babysitter or make time for mm-hmm. me. And I was like, I felt really special, but I think cause they realized like, why well, I, I want to be with somebody who's like a good guy Absolutely. from what I had. So there was a little more of an appreciation for mm-hmm. it after the fact. Absolutely, other... and you just made me think. Um, Rim's mother, like I, um, mm-hmm. I definitely, I look, I call her too. I randomly call her, like, like, hey, what you doing? Well, nothing. Uh, I'm like, oh, yeah, I just want to let you know that I appreciate you. Oh, and that's she, awesome. And she be like, she be like, ah, oh. she's like, Mar, I know. I said, I know. I just told you last week. <laughs> I know. I just told you, but I just want you to know that I really appreciate you. Yeah. I really wouldn't be a father without you. You Man, know what I'm saying? Of and course, things like of course, that. Yeah. And I always make sure that I praise her. You know what I'm saying? Praise her because wow, uh, it really takes it, t- it really takes two. Like you know what I'm yes. saying? And even if. Say, for example, if, if I'm not doing well, like, she's there to pick up the slack. But not to pick up the slack to put, rub it in my face, but to pick up the slack because we're really a team, regardless of how her and our relationship played out. That's exactly. You're still a team for we're still, daughter. We're That's, still a team, and we're going to always be a team. I tell her this all the time. Man. All the time, and she's like, "Ah, oh, yeah, I know." I'm like, "I know you know." But another thing that's that's really important to me, I think that everybody that's in my life, family, friends, whatever you want, I think it's really important for them to understand how I feel about them. So God forbid, if it's, if God come get me tomight, everybody that's close to me will understand. Like you know, last time I talked to Mar, he did tell me that he was proud of me, or that he loved me, mm-hmm. or he appreciated me for that. I think it's really important because you never know what other people are going through. And that's know. the one thing they'll remember about you. Yeah, absolutely. Make like that impression. Yeah, he was always mind, he was yeah. always uh, affectionate and always telling, you know, everybody that he loves them. So yeah, what that's a awesome. great note to wrap up on. Because mm-hmm. I feel like if there's one thing I want people to take away from this is to do that more often mm-hmm. with your friends, yeah. with your family. Reach absolutely. out to them. Please. Tell them how proud of them you are. Absolutely. Tell them how much you appreciate them. Even if it's just a phone call being like, hey, love you. Mm-hmm. I think that's super important. Absolutely. Too. Yep. Mm-hmm. Definitely, man. Absolutely, too. man. Well, cool. We'll wrap up. I'm going to remind you guys about our Instagram page, Guys Who Cry Official. Check us out there. You'll get the link to Spotify where you can listen to us. And we have a couple of t-shirts that we've ordered. So we will show you guys yeah, those when wild. they come in. Yeah. They're definitely I, Man, I want wild. some. I love t-shirts. <laughs> we'll show you, man, for yeah, sure. I want some. Is there anything we can plug for you two? Anything yeah, you want to talk about your about? open mics and stuff and where they can find it and everything. Um, well, I mean, you could just follow me on Instagram at Mr. Westcott, M-R-W-E-S-C-O-T. Um, and I, I kind of pose it a lot, like you know okay. what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I, try, yeah, yeah. I try to do it every day just to keep it fresh on people's minds. Sure. Um, but yeah, there and you know you can find me on Facebook as well, uh, Raymar Westcott. Um, very, like I said, very simple. My name is just everything's just really my we, name. The, people can see the things you're involved yeah, with too. Absolutely. Okay, that's good too. Because guys, we'll, too. we'll tag his name in the uh, in, in the Instagram post when when we post this. All right, yeah, that's good. Cool. Well, thank you guys for listening. Yeah. Thanks for checking us out this week. Tune in next week and be entertained. Yes, sir.